Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Hallelujah. Thank you, all the fathers who have been uh, loving your children and taking care of your children very well and leading them to Christ. Today, I would like to talk about a father in the Bible. And before I share about this father, I would like to say something quickly. Uh, let us pray first. Father, we thank you so much for the love that you have for us, and we want to receive your spirit, the spirit of faith, the spirit of love, the spirit of compassion and mercy, the spirit of excellence, the loyal spirit, that we can be the father in this world, not only the natural father, but we all can be spiritual fathers to all people around us, Lord. We want to receive your blessing so that we can be a blessing to the nation's father. We thank you so much in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 When I was growing up, I did not grow up in the Christian home. And I saw so many troubles and turmoils, curses, broken relationship, fight, all kinds of problems, all kinds of sin and curses. In my family life, in the, my parents and great grandparents and my brother and sister, because we, we all worship idols and we did not know Jesus at all. So I was growing up with the turmoil in my heart, and this is the family, this is the way we live. I was a younger son at that time. And I was thinking in my heart, I did not want this. I did not want this broken home, fighting in the house. A lot of turmoils and curses and problems in the house and sins and bondages. Even though I was not a believer, but I did not want that kind of lifestyle. And I promised myself that one day when I have a family, I would have a very good family. Then in 19... 81, after I got married, the first year after I got married, I came to know Jesus. And now I look back, wow, God changed my life. The desire of my heart about building a good family, being a good father, has been fulfilled. And I make a choice since I was a young man that I want the blessing in my own life, in my family life, and also go to the thousand generation to my children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. I don't want any turmoils. I don't want any broken relationship, sins and bondages and curses in my home. So I want to follow God and be the first one in Lauha Prasit family to bring the blessing into this family line. And I have done that for 30-something years now. I want to see the blessing in my family line. And we're going to look at one man in the Bible. 
who is called the Father of Faith. He is our Father of Faith, and we can follow His example, so that we can do the same thing. God blessed him, and then his son was blessed, Isaac, and then his grandson Jacob was blessed, and then the blessing has gone into the nations all over the world because this man. Name Abraham or Abraham shows the right thing as a father. In Genesis chapter 18, verses 17 to 19, after the visitation of the angels and of the Lord, the Lord said to Abraham, "Shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth." Shall be blessed in him. For I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord, and to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. From this scripture, we learn a few things. Number one, Abraham really have deep intimacy and relationship with God. That's why God said, I know this man. He knows God and God knows him. The relationship is very intimate. He walked with God. He worshiped God. He has faith in God and he obeys God very much. And he did not stop there. He also imparted and transferred that faith to his household and to his son Isaac. God commanded him. Do you know why God blessed Abraham? Because one thing he did was that he tried to raise his son Isaac up to know the Jehovah, and he imparted the truth, the commandments, and the revelation of God to his son. That's why the Bible says, "I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him that they keep the way of the Lord." Abraham set up his mind: my son, and my grandsons, and my future generation will know the Lord, and they will keep His commandment, and they will also walk in righteousness and justice. And God said, "I like this man. I like this man. He's a man of faith. He's a man of commitment. He's a man who cares for the next generation to come. And I will bless him." I'm going to show you many scripture in the Bible that God really, really did a special thing for Abraham. He set a good example to his children to be a godly man, a man. That follows God. Example of a father is so important. What I preach today, even though we talk about a father, but actually, all the ladies in this room can follow the same principle, because the principle of God applies to both men and women. First Peter two twenty one to twenty two, for to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example. That we should follow his step. All the parents in this room, 
the best thing you can do in your life is to bring your children to God and set good example to them. I got converted in 1981, and since that first Sunday of my conversion of my belief, I told my wife, "We're gonna go to church every Sunday from now on, and after we have children." We're gonna take our children to church every Sunday until it becomes their habits that when they grow up, they will not miss the church. They will love the church of Jesus Christ. At that time, we were so immature. Our kids run around the church making a lot of noises. We did not know how to discipline them. But at least we try our best to take our children to church. We set good example by we ourselves follow God, so that our children will follow God with us as well. First Corinthians 11 verse 1, the Bible say, "Imitate me, just as I also imitate Christ." All the fathers in this room, you need to set good example to your children in following God, in worshiping God, obeying God, walking the walk of faith, so that your children will look at you and see your example that you're the righteous person and you are the just person. You love God with all your heart. They learn from your example. Now, God in the Bible talk about Abraham, and God gave Abraham the promise. What is the promise that God gave to Abraham, our father of faith? We are His children by faith in Christ Jesus. The promise is the same promise that God gave to Adam and Eve. Its original plan for God. When God created human beings, Adam and Eve, the first words that came out from the mouth of the Creator is, "I bless you." The blessing is the original plan of God for mankind, and that plan has not changed. In Genesis chapter one, verse twenty-eight, then God blessed them. When Adam and Eve opened their eyes and see the world, the first word. They heard from God, "I bless you," and God said to them, "Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth." God said, "I want to bless you." What is the blessing? The blessing is God's power, God's help, God's favor and grace that will produce multiplication. Fruitfulness, success, prosperity, good health, divine protection—every good thing in your life—that is the blessing of God. His presence is with you to produce fruitfulness and multiplication, and authority to rule the world. The blessing of God is original plan of God. Unfortunately, Adam blew it off. He rebelled against God. He did not listen to God, so God was looking for another man to carry that blessing, the blessing of heaven, into mankind. And one man he found; his name was Abraham. Abraham was the man of faith, and he took the blessing back to him that Adam lost. And God said, "I will bless you in Genesis chapter 12. I shall bless you." And you shall be a blessing to the nations. How many nations we have in this room right now? Maybe about 20 nations in this room. I was not born as American. I'm Thai by birth. Some of you are Mandarin-speaking, Chinese or Czechoslovakian, 
all <laughs> Latino. We all from different nations. But the reason we are sitting here because Abraham loved God, have faith in God, and through Abraham the Messiah came into the world. Do you know that Jesus Christ, the Messiah, was born out of the family line of Abraham, and out of Jesus, Jesus is called the last Adam. Why was he called the last Adam? Because Jesus never rebelled against the Father even one time. He walked in total obedience, obeyed to the point of death, suffering on the cross. Because he was totally obeying God, the Father, he got all the blessing back to him as a man. God, Jesus, he was God, but he was born in the form of a human being, a man like you and me. And as a representative of human being or mankind, he took the blessing of Adam back to him and he carried that blessing of Abraham. But it's a full blessing. And he said that through me, you shall be blessed who believe in Jesus Christ. So we believe in Christ. We believe in Jehovah. We become children of Abraham by faith. When we come to receive the blessing from God. My dear brother and sister, as good father, you always prepare inheritance for your children. I save money. Actually, I don't just save money so that I will have enough money to spend when I get old or when I retire. But I think about my children, my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. I have financial inheritance for them. I already have the will. If I die, 33.3% go to Tanida, 33.3% go to Joy, 33.3% go to Paul. They're all set up. I don't worry about their lacking. They're going to have more than enough because the father prepared housing, money, everything for them, education. But more important than financial inheritance is the blessing of God. Because even though you may be born in a poor family, you may not have a lot of finances, but if the blessing of God is on you, and you pass that blessing to your children, everywhere they go, the blessing will follow them, and they will produce the Garden of Eden there. They will produce the land, the promised land there. They step in anywhere, success comes. Prosperity come. The blessed inheritance that you can, you can give to your children is the blessing of God. That follow them to the thousand generation. I am a dad who make a decision that I will carry the blessing of God and my children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren to the thousand generation will carry that blessing that Abraham had. I make a decision to be that kind of dad. Amen. The best inheritance to give to your children, that is the promise that God gave to Abraham. The inheritance and the promise. We're going to see the word promise many times in the scripture I will read today. 1 John chapter 3, verse 23. The key to get the blessing that Abraham found, the key. And this is his commandment that we should believe. On the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. If 
you want to receive the blessing of Abraham, you need to do like him. Abraham was a father of faith. You need to believe in God, believe in the name of Jesus Christ, and you obey His command. You know the whole Bible. If you sum up in only two sentences or two phrases, the whole Bible can sum up: love your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. That's why First John three twenty three. Sum up the commandment of God. Number one, believe on the name of His Son. Believe in God. Two, love one another. If you want to get the blessing from God, you need to believe and have faith in God. Walk as a man of faith, and not only that, love everybody. Love God. Love people around you. And when you really walk in love, you will not sin against anybody. I don't want to watch pornography. I tell you the truth, because I love my children so much. I don't want demon to come into my house. The reason I don't want to watch pornography in my house, and I say no to pornography, because I love God and I love my wife and I love my children. The reason I don't want to cheat taxes to the government, I pay all of my taxes because I love God and I don't want to cheat. I love my wife. I don't want to go in jail. Then my wife going to be lonely. And I love my children because if I cheat taxes, it's gonna bring curses to my children. I did not want to sin against God because I love Him, and I love my family, and I love my members. Love is the key. Have faith and love. Everyone say faith. Everyone say love. We can believe in the power of the name of Jesus, and in that name, we can have dominion. Over the things on earth, we can have authority because we can have not have dominion without the name of Jesus Christ. We need to believe in that name. We believe in what He did for us. Amen. Is there any sickness in the Garden of Eden before Adam fell into sin? No sickness. Was there any turmoil and sorrow in the Garden of Eden? Was there any um, broken relationship? No. In the Garden of Eden, where the blessing of God was at the beginning, there was no sickness, there was no turmoil, there was no broken relationship. There was only provision, superabundance, good relationship, good family. But Adam lost it. Afterward, Abraham got it back. Unfortunately, Abraham did some sin too, but less than other people, he made some mistake. But as he followed God by faith, the blessing of Adam came back to him, and everywhere he went, God blessed him. In Romans chapter four, verse fourteen and fifteen, for if those who are of the law are heirs, faith is made void, and the promise—what is the promise? The promise of the blessing to Adam, the promise that God spoke to the. First couples, the human being, the first couple, made of no effect, because the law brings about wrath. For where there is no law, there is no transgression. Let me explain to you a little bit here. After Abraham believed in God, God counted him as righteous, and God said, "I bless you; you shall be a blessing to the nation." And do you know that the law of Moses? 
came 430 years later. Abraham was blessed by God before the law came into the world, before the law of Moses, 430 years. Why? God said, we are not blessed by the law, but by faith. Abraham was blessed because he had faith in God. Through faith will bring obedience. Remember, when God told him, take your son Isaac to the mountain and kill your son. Did he go by law? No, he go by obedience. He obeyed God and he had faith that God going to resurrect Isaac from the dead. He was a man of faith. He was a man of obedience. And because he was that kind of man, he got blessing from God. He got the blessing. Faith is the key to step into the blessing. But true faith will produce action. Faith without action is dead. When you have faith in God, you also do what God says. Amen? Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 to 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. The law came later on. Why God have to keep the law in the book of Deuteronomy, in the Old Testament? We are not in that generation anymore. We are in the dispensation of grace. The Old Testament Israelites were in the dispensation of the law. Why God have to give the law to the children of Israel? Because they were rebellious, stubborn, and they were practicing transgression. God loved them so much because God knows that disobedience, like what Adam did, will bring the curse to mankind. So he said, how about this? I want you to know what is right, what is wrong. If you do this, it's wrong, you can do trouble. If you do the right thing, you're going to be good. So God produced the law so mankind can know right, wrong, right, wrong. If you choose the right thing, you shall be blessed. If you choose to sin and rebel against God, you shall face the cursing. You have to make choice. The law is to just tell us, hey, this is right, this is wrong. That's it. God has to give us the law because we are rebellious people and we want to do our own things. God needs to tell us what is right, what is wrong. But faith is important because of faith, because of love. We don't do wrong thing anyway by the Spirit. When you do wrong thing, you break the law, you get the curse. That's why the Bible called the curse of the law. Believe me, if I cheat, I steal, and I commit adultery, Believe me, I'm going to be cursed even as a pastor because I choose the wrong way. I need to choose to love God, have faith in God. And because of faith and love, I don't want to sin against God. The motive is not just about following the law. The motive is I love Him so much, I don't want to break the law. I don't want to sin against God. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. It is written, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. We are the Gentiles. I don't think we have any Jew, Jewish people in this room. We are all Gentiles. In Christ Jesus, that we might receive the 
promise. What is the promise? The blessing that God gave to Adam, the blessing that God gave to Abraham of the Spirit through faith. You can see very important key words in these two verses of the Scripture. Number one, the blessing of Abraham. How are we going to receive the blessing of Abraham? Through faith. Faith in who? Christ Jesus. We need to have faith in Christ Jesus and we can receive the promise of the blessing and who make the blessing happen? Who make my practice as a neurosurgeon to be successful? The Holy Spirit in me that give me, when I look at the x-ray, the MRI, operate here, cut here, open here. The Holy Spirit is the agent who brings the blessing to us. But we have the Holy Spirit through faith. We believe in Jesus, the Holy Spirit come in, and He begins to work in my life and your life to have the blessing everywhere we go. Whether you are in Los Angeles, you are in Seattle, or you are in Eastern Washington, wherever you go, the blessing will work for you to bring multiplication, fruitfulness. He will produce the Garden of Eden around you. Wherever you go, the Garden of Eden will be produced around you by the power of the Holy Spirit because you have faith like Abraham in Christ Jesus, the last Adam who took the blessing back. Now he owned it and he said, I am cursed and you can be blessed. Let's get the unreasonable exchange. I get all the sin on me. I get all the punishment on me, the cursing of mankind because mankind rebel against God. Now you have faith in me. I give you the blessing. Let's get the exchange here. Fathers in this room, the key is that you need to have faith in Jesus if you want to have the blessing upon your children. And you need to come in the name of Jesus. You need to stop playing game with God. And live a life of obedience toward God, just like Abraham, just like Jesus himself. Jesus did not play game with the Father. He totally obeyed the Father. Faith and obedience activates the blessing of God. Again, let me repeat one more time. Your faith in God and your obedience toward God activates the blessing. And that blessing come upon you and can pass on to your children if you teach them to love God and to follow God. Romans chapter 4, verse 16. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace. Grace is the blessing, the grace of God. So that the promise, what is the promise? The blessing. Everyone say the promise. Everyone say the blessing. God promised Adam. I shall bless you, multiply and fill the earth, expand the Garden of Eden, and you shall have a lot of kids and grandchildren, and the whole world is going to be the Garden of Eden. The promise. Might be sure to all the seed, all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, not just only the Jewish people in the Old Testament, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham. We are of the faith of Abraham. We are not in the Old Testament anymore. Who is the father of us all? Faith is important. 
Therefore, we need to build our faith, walk by faith, believing in the promise of God, believe in His character, believe in His word. And when we approach God by faith, then we can receive the grace. We can receive the blessing. And then we train our children to walk by faith so that when they have faith, you impart that spirit into them. We're going to walk by faith. Then they will have the blessing from God. And they will do the same thing. They will impart their faith and their understanding and revelation to their children, which is your grandchildren. You keep building. Amen. One time God speak to me. It will be sad if you win the people in the whole world. But your children go to hell and get cursed. It's so sad. My primary responsibility on this earth is not you. Is not the member of this church. My primary responsibility as a father is to show to my children God is real and they need to believe in God. Amen. And they need to follow God and obey God and they shall be blessed. Amen. That's my first, foremost priority in my life. The, to minister to my own children as a godly father. Amen. I'm glad all of my children believe in God and they serve God now. And I pray that if you feel that you have missed this part, you can start today. Start to pray for your children. Start to show your children the way you walk with God. Pray for them. Believe that God is going to save them. Believe that God is going to bring them back to the kingdom of God and they shall serve God with you. If your children are still young, start today. If they are grown up and left the house, not too late. As long as they live on earth, you still can show love to them. You can still impart the things of God into their life. Pray for them. Talk to them. Witness to them how God is good to you. Amen? The promise is the blessing. Verses 17 to 22, Romans chapter 4. We talk about Abraham today. As it is written, I have made you, Abraham, a father of many nations. In the presence of him, of God, whom he believed. Abraham believed God. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Abraham was old. God said, you're going to have children. Your wife, Sarah, was very old. She could not have baby by her own Natural ability. But God spoke, you shall have children. Amen? I joke with my friend who is an anesthesiologist at Evergreen Hospital. This man could not find a wife until 45 years old. He dated with so many women. And his mom, this is a Korean family. His mom wanted to have a grandson so badly. When are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? This is a joke, okay? This is just joke story. So I keep teasing him, when are you going to find a wife? A Korean-American doctor. And eventually I could not stand anymore. So many years I know him for 10 years, could not find a woman. I say, I'm going to change your name from David to Abraham. So every time I met him, I, he walked by, hi Abraham, a father of many nations. Within only three months, he got a girlfriend. He got married and now I believe he has two kids. He become Abraham now, the father of the nations. Thank God. Maybe we should change some of us' name. 
to change your name to something else. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. So I call this man, Dr. David Abraham, called by faith that you're going to have a wife and you're going to have kids. You're going to be a father of kids. <laughs> Who contrary to hope, in hope, believed so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. Who spoke? The father. Say, you're going to be the father of many nations, but he was old. He was 100 years old. How are you going to have a kid? But God spoke the promise. So shall your descendants be. Who are the descendants of Abraham? Me and you. The believer. We are the descendants of Abraham. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old. And the deadness of Sarah's womb, you see, by in the natural, it looked so impossible for him to have a son. It looked impossible, but instead of just walking in hope, he walked by faith, believed in the impossible. He believed that God shall fulfill his promise. God can do it. God can do it. God can do it. Even though I have to kill Isaac on the mountain, but God can raise Isaac up. He believed this is a man of faith. Abraham was a man of faith. He did not waver at the promise of God. What is the promise? You shall be blessed and you shall have a lot of children to bless the nation. True unbelief. He was not wavering, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, being fully convinced, being fully persuaded that what God had promised he was able to perform. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Wow. God called Abraham righteous, not because he followed the law and the rule or the commandment, but because he has faith in the promise of God. All the fathers in this room have faith in God. Have faith that God shall bless you and bless your children to the thousand generations. Stop complaining. Stop speaking negative because that is not a sign of faith. You start to speak, I'm blessed. I'm a descendant of Abraham. I have faith in Jesus. I walk in love. I go to church. I love people. And my children and my great-grandchildren to the thousand generation shall be blessed. Even though it looks impossible right now, but I have faith. I'm not going to be wavering right to the right to the left. I have faith. Nothing is impossible with God. I keep the promise of God. I believe in the promise of God. Amen? Amen. You need to walk like Abraham, the man of faith. Amen? God promised him. In verses 23 to 25, now it was not written for his sake alone. Written what? You shall be the father of many nations. The writing in the book of Genesis. That it was imputed to him, but also for us. The promise is not only for Abraham, but for us who walk in faith. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him, who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised just because of our justification. Wow. If we have the same faith like Abraham. Believe in Jesus Christ. Believe that Jesus is a Messiah. He was raised from the dead. 
and we're gonna follow Him and serve Him. The same promise was given to us too. We're gonna be the father of many nations. Amen. This morning, 6:30 a.m., I taught on the Skype to the people in Switzerland because at that time it's 3:30 p.m. over there. I had to wake up early, and I was sitting there. I blessed Switzerland. I have spiritual children in the European country now. God's blessing on Abraham is upon me. I'm not only the father of my family in Bellevue, but I become the blessing to another nation, to many many nations. Amen. And you can do the same thing. Amen. You look so excited. Some of you sit. I'm so excited. I know. Pastor Veronica is excited. I can tell from her body language. She is so excited. She now she's touching the Filipino. Amen. So many people are gonna be touched by their life. The blessing is on you, Pastor John and Veronica, and you bring the blessing of Abraham to that island in Philippines. Amen. You're gonna touch life there. People are gonna be healed there. People will be touched by you. Amen. The single mom in this room, you don't have the father around. I mean, the father of your kid, but you have the father in heaven, and the same blessing is upon you because Galatians chapter three say that there is no woman and no man, no Jew and no Gentile. You also have the blessing of Abraham. All the single moms in this room, Amen. We need to walk by faith, just like Abraham. Have faith, and God will take care of you, Amen. You know that everywhere Abraham went, he became rich. He became very rich. Genesis chapter 13 say that. Hebrew chapter 11 verses 8 to 12. By faith, everyone say by faith. Abraham obeyed. When you have faith, you obey. When he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith. He dwelled in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. What is the promise? The blessing to Adam. The same promise. For he waited for the city which was had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself, woman can have faith too. By faith, Sarah, the woman herself, also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man, one man who has faith can impact so many people, and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars in of the sky. In multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore, one man who dedicated himself to seek the kingdom of God first, who say, "I'm going to walk righteously. I'm going to walk in justice. I'm going to believe in God. I'm going to obey God." One man, Loha Prasit family, before my generation was cursed, was full of sin and bondages and problems. Turmoil and heartache and all kinds of problem. One man chose to believe in God, walk uprightly with God, 
become a righteous person by faith in Jesus Christ. Receive the blessing from Jesus, and from now on, generation to generation, and the nation shall be blessed by one person who make that choice. How many people want to be that person? Amen. Man and woman in this room. Amen. God tested his faith about taking Isaac to be sacrificed on the mountain. Sometimes God is going to test your faith. God will test your faith. You have to pass the test. You need to obey no matter what. You need to do what he says no matter what. You need to determine, I'm going to believe, I'm going to obey God no matter what. And after you pass the test, Jesus said, all authority has been given to me on earth and in heaven. And I will send you out to multiply and fill the earth. Like the same concept as Adam. Have dominion over the earth. Fill the earth with my spiritual offspring. Fill the earth with the Garden of Eden. Today in the New Testament, Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. I'm going to give to you if you pass the test. If you have faith in me. And you're going to touch the world for me. You're going to impact the world for me. You're going to fill the earth with disciples. Your children are going to love God. Your spiritual children are going to love God. And they're going to believe God. And they're going to keep multiplying all over the world. You have authority to command sickness to go away. Three Sundays ago, one person walked into our church in the afternoon with very swollen cheek. And the dentist said that you have root canal problem. So much in pain. Walk in very bad pain. I lay hand and command in the name of Jesus that that tooth has to be healed. Next Sunday, she show up, she say, Monday morning I woke up, all the swelling is gone, no more pain, it's like nothing happened. I don't have to see the dentist anymore. Authority, amen? When you have that authority, you can command things to happen. You can perform miracles, heaven will support you. When you say something, God will support you because you're going to have dominion on earth. You're going to rule and reign on earth because you have the blessing of Abraham. The blessing gives you authority, gives you the dominion, gives you the grace and the power from heaven to support what you do. Amen? That is the blessing of Abraham. Hallelujah. The blessing of Abraham will follow you. Galatians chapter 3, verses 15 to 18. Now we're going to emphasize that through Jesus only. Brethren, I speak in the manner of men. Though it is only a man's covenant, yet it is confirmed. No one announces or adds to it. What Paul tried to say, if you sign a contract with anybody on earth, it's done deal, you cannot add anything, you cannot delete anything. Yesterday, I cleaned up my cabinet, and I saw the old contract when I bought a house, but I pay off already, so I can throw in the garbage. I don't need that contract anymore, but when I look at the contract, I have to pay them how many thousand a month for mortgage. The contract cannot be changed, but thank God I don't need to pay anymore. The contract is done, going to be done deal, you cannot change. Now, to Abraham and his seed, if you notice, seed is Capital S. Because the person who interpret from Greek language into the English language understand that this is not you and me. This is singular seed. Capital S means Jesus Christ. 
were the promises made. He does not say and to seeds, small e e d s, mean human being, as of many, but as of one and to your seed, capital S e e d, who is Christ. And this I say that the law, which was 430 years later, cannot annul the covenant that was confirmed. Before by God in Christ, that it should be made the promise of God no effect. For if the inheritance is of the law, it is no longer a promise. But God gave it to Abraham by promise. Brother and sister, through Christ Jesus, we can have the same promise of Abraham. That promise was given to Abraham before the law of Moses came into the world. We got blessed not because we have to follow the religious rule in the church, dressed one way, don't put makeup on, don't make hairstyle, whatever. The rule in the church doesn't help you to get the promise. You get the promise of Abraham, which was given to him before the law came in, by faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus is the person who took the blessing back. And gave it to you, fathers in this room. Walk with Jesus, have faith in Jesus, get more revelation who Jesus is. Walk with Him faithfully. You cannot impart the revelation of who Jesus is to your son if you don't know Him yourself. You need to know Christ yourself first. You need to know your God first before you can tell your son who God is. So important that you need to take serious about getting to know God and following God. Amen. The seed, that seed is the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me jump to the scripture, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Proverbs 10, and I will close the service. Proverbs 10:22. The blessing of the Lord. How many people want the blessing, the promise, the inheritance? Everyone say the blessing. The promise makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Brother and sister, when you have the blessing, God will take care of you financially. When God bless you financially, no sorrow will come with it. People in the world can be rich. Many movie star, entertainer got rich, but they took drug. They have big homes, but divorce. They have so many turmoil, heartaches, broken relationship, problems after problem. Can the devil keep people riches? Yes. Can the world give you riches? Yes. But the riches that come from the devil and come from the world system will make you have headache and sorrow. But the riches of God that come by the blessing of Abraham will add no sorrow to it. You'll be happy, live a Very happy life, joyful, full of compassion, full of peace. You have peace. You can sleep every night. You don't have to worry about the IRS going to come and get you in jail. You don't need to worry about somebody going to sue you because you don't cheat anybody. You can live in peace, and you don't have to get sorrow if the blessing brings riches to you. Amen. And that's what happened to Abraham. 
all the parents in this room, I want to encourage you. Uh, you are single. One day you're going to have your own children. Make a decision. You're going to be the one like Abraham, a man and a woman of faith, and you're going to leave a good inheritance to your children. You will stop sinning, playing game with God, stop cheating, stop watching pornography, stop doing bad things. You make decision. I will bring the blessing to my children. I will impart that blessing into my children. I'm going to stop playing game. I will take serious about knowing my God. I will teach my children the way of God, the way of righteousness, and the way of justice. I will be good example to them. I will walk by faith in Jesus Christ. I will do everything to obey God. I will forgive. I will not hold grudges against anybody. I will not curse anybody. Don't curse Christian, okay? If you don't like somebody in the church, you curse Christian, you're going to be cursed because the Bible says so. If you curse God's children, you shall be cursed. I don't want to curse anybody. I want to only bless people. I will not judge anybody. I don't want to be judged by God. I'm going to follow God and love God, and I believe the blessing will go into my. Children and my grandchildren and great grandchildren walk right with God, Amen. Amen. How many fathers gonna practice that? How many people say, "I gonna be the one who bring the blessing to my family"? Amen. Everyone said the best inheritance for my children is the promise of God, the blessing from heaven, the blessing. Make my children rich, and add no sorrow with it. The blessing will bring prosperity, multiplication, fruitfulness everywhere I go. The blessing will make my environment the Garden of Eden, the Promised Land. The land of superabundance, the land of more than enough. I choose the blessing. I choose Jesus Christ. I choose to have faith. I choose to love and to obey God. I choose to love others. I don't want the curse. I don't want death. I want the blessing. Thank you, Lord. I promise you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Before we close the meeting. Uh, we're gonna have some gift for the father today, and I'd like to pray for all the father to bless all of you. The father is in this room, but before we do that, I'd like to ask anybody in this room: you know about Jesus, you know about God, you have gone to church, but you have not made your own decision, like Abraham did, to walk by faith, to follow God, to say, "God, you are my God." Jesus, you are my Savior.
from today on I make a decision to follow you and to walk with you. If you haven't done that, you may come to this church for many times, but you never make that decision. You cannot come for social to get to know people or to eat good lunch or whatever. But from today on, you say, "I'm gonna have faith in Jesus." I like you to pray with me. Follow my prayer here. Tell God that Jesus is your Lord and your Savior. Amen. Pray with me if you want to do that. Father in heaven, I want to be a descendant of Abraham, the father of faith. Today, I make a decision in my heart to believe in the name of Jesus and to walk in love. Jesus. I declare, you are my savior and my God. Come into my life. I shall walk with you. The walk of faith and love. I believe, Lord. You shall bless me. Fulfill your promise. From today on, the blessing of Abraham. Shall come upon me and follow me everywhere. Thank you, Jesus, for taking the curse out of me and giving me the blessing. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let me pray first for the Father. Could you please stand up? Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let me pray for all the fathers in this room. Father in heaven, as a spiritual father of this house, I declare and command the blessing of Abraham to come upon the men in this room. Bless them indeed. Give them a new heart, a new spirit, the heart that want to follow you, Lord. Fears you, honors you, worship you, hungry to know you. That one day you can say, Lord, I know him. I have the blessing for him. Oh Lord, every day by Your Holy Spirit, remind these men to make the right choice, not just for themselves, but for their children, their grandchildren, and great grandchildren. Help them to choose life every day, choose the blessing. Every time they sin against You, Father, I pray, Lord, that Your Holy Spirit. Who help them to repent quickly, turn around quickly, and walk with you again, Father? I pray that they shall live a long life. They shall be healthy, whole, and strong. They will have good memory. No sickness, no Alzheimer's disease can come in. No arthritis, 
no knee problem and back problem. They shall be sharp. They shall be like Moses at 120 years old. The Bible says Moses was as strong as young man when he passed away 120 years old. Lord, grace them to be a great example to their wife and to their children, Father. They shall every day walk in righteousness and in justice and impart the revelation of God to their children, Father. Thank you, Lord. Bless them indeed. Expand their territory. Put your hands upon them and stay with them. Go with them everywhere they go, Father. Thank you, Lord. Give them the spirit of faith that they will not have doubt. They walk by faith. They develop faith. They will not waver the promise on the promise of God, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.